Hello, my name is Eric Kulik, and I've been cross-dressing to religious meeting houses of all sorts while standing for the marginalized and underrepresented and advocating for critical thought. I started cross-dressing to services on MLK Weekend 2013 because of some death threats received by Mormon women who had started an event called Wear Pants to Church Day the month before. As a result of my cross-dress visits, I was assaulted by Mormons and banned from all LDS church property and was excommunicated from the church while sitting in jail for trespassing and interfering with police charges, which were dropped by the DA after I released the audio recording that I made before getting assaulted and arrested. A googling of cross-dressing Mormon will produce the audio from that day. My Mormon wife abducted the kids as a result of this excommunication experience, and her Mormon lawyer helped her by telling her she was free to leave, even though the judge had already reopened the case to set aside the divorce. I'm currently embroiled in a legal battle for custody of the children as a result. I've decided to release the audio from all my visits to religious communities one by one in order to expose these common practices by the church and its members and to share my other experiences as I continue to do traveling ministerial work from one religious community to the next. Fortunately, most of the religious communities I've visited have been rather nice, so hopefully these visits will produce positive results as I continue to advocate for critical thought regarding all forms of dogma, especially political. I have set up a donation button at http colon forward slash forward slash e m as in michael k u l i c k dot wordpress dot com forward slash about and would greatly appreciate any support as I continue to cross-dress the churches and advocate for equal treatment of all under the law. My first Lutheran service was a pleasant one. The sermon was about the Trinity and the importance of baptism. At one point, the pastor told a story about how the theologian Augustine was walking along the beach and encountered a young boy who was retrieving water from the ocean and pouring it into a hole he dug in the sand. When Augustine asked what he was doing, the boy replied that he was trying to pour the entire ocean into the hole. When Augustine replied that this was impossible because the whole ocean could not fit into the hole, the boy replied, neither could the infinite God, the Holy Trinity, fit into your finite mind. The pastor also explained that the Trinity is about relationships. To clarify, he quoted Augustine again when comparing God the Father to a mother, Jesus to her beloved, and the Spirit to the love between them. A baptism was also performed during the service as well. While visiting afterward, I got to meet a few fine folks whom I was able to share a bunch of my experiences and concerns with. They seemed rather pleased by my presence. I look forward to taking them up on their offer to fellowship with them again.
height beside the way at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town at the entrance of the portal, she cries out, To you, old people, I call, and my call, my call cry is to all that lives. The Lord created me at the beginning of this work, the first of his acts long ago. Ages ago, I was set up as the first before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs, abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. When we had not yet made, when he had not yet made earth and fields, or the world's first bits of soil. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the sky above, when he established the fountains of the sea, when he assigned to the sea its limits so that the waters might not transgress its demands, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master worker. And I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in the inhabited world and delighting in the human race. This is our first time. The Sunday is a departure from our normal response to him. Uh, let us all sing together, Easter, over by over.
to whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not destroy us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Our second That means that we are to baptize God. 
Christian College, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We thank you for your presence here this day. We thank you for drawing us by your Spirit, forgiving our sins through your Son, creating us by the power of May your word come to us now and root deeply in our hearts that we might produce the fruit pleasing to you in Christ's name. Last Sunday, I shared with you a story about the little girl who wondered why she couldn't open a rosebud, rosebud and make it beautiful like those blooming all around you. Her grandma said, that's because when God opens the flower, God works from the inside out. I would also say that that's what humans are often like so often. We work from the outside in instead of stopping and waiting and listening to follow God's way. I discovered the same notion works for trying to figure out the Holy Trinity. I came across an illustration by the noted writer Madeline Lingle. Anybody know that name, Madeline Lingle? Well, she quotes the story of another famous writer, Dorothy Sager. Know that one too. The story goes like this. Some of you may have heard this. A Japanese man is politely listening to a Christian who is trying to explain the concept of the Holy Trinity. Japanese man is very puzzled. <coughs> Honorable Father, very good. Honorable Son, very good. Honorable Bird, I do not understand at all. Madeline Lingle says, says this about the story. Very few of us understand Honorable Bird, that is the Holy Spirit. Except to acknowledge that without his power and grace, nothing would be written, painted, or composed at all. To say anything beyond this about the creative process is like pulling all the petals off a flower order to emulate it and ending up having destroyed the flower. Trinity Sunday is one of those Sundays when I have to be careful not to pull the, all the petals off the flower while attempting to analyze the Trinity. Not to figure the Trinity out from, Trinity out from the outside in, but somehow from the inside out. Now, if you look at the lectionary calendar, this is the only doctrinal feast day to make its way onto the church calendar. The only feast day which doesn't celebrate a person saints, or an event like Christmas, Easter, or Pentecost, in the entire church year. It's a day when we are called to meditate on who God is, on how God has revealed God's self to us as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is no easy task. The story is told of one of Christianity's most famous theologians and bishops, Augustine, who lived in North Africa fourth and fifth century. The story has it, one day Augustine was walking along the beach by the ocean, pondering the deep mystery of God the Holy Spirit. Excuse me, God the Holy Trinity. He met a boy there on the beach who had dug a hole in the sand and kept running back and forth from the hole to the ocean. 
collecting water and pouring it into the hole. I said, what's curious about this? So he asked the boy, what are you doing? The boy replied, I'm going to pour the entire ocean into this hole. Augustine then said, that is impossible. The whole ocean will not fit into your hole. The boy answered Augustine, neither can the infinite God, the Holy Trinity, fit into your finite mind. I think we hesitate to delve into the Trinity because it seems like such a heady topic. Recently, I've been given doing a little workshop for some of the groups that St. Mark called the Spirituality Wheel. One of the distinctions mentioned up in that exercise is that spirituality can roughly be divided into head spirituality and heart spirituality. The head spirituality is about Augustine, who came up with a 
wonderful analogy about the Trinity. God is the Trinity of lover, beloved, and love that exists between them. The Father is the lover, the Son is the beloved, and the Spirit is the love between them. He went on to say that all love involves the Trinity of lover, beloved, Trinity is about relationship. There are so many things to relate to God. There are so many ways to relate to God. You ever find in your life sometimes that you experience God as totally other, majestic, powerful, creator? And then other times you experience God as Jesus, about the 
dearest brother, be that peace in the world. Teach them the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments. Place their hands on the Holy Scriptures and their 
baptism and communion with the church. People of God, may we promise to support Madeline Rose and pray for her in her new life in Christ. Amen. I ask the profession of faith in Christ Jesus to reject sin and confess the faith of the church. We renounce the devil and all and all the forces that defy God. Amen. You renounce the powers of this world that rebel against God. Amen. You renounce the ways of sin that draw you from God. Amen. You believe in God the Father. You believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord. 
preached good news to the poor and to whom on the cross opened his arms to all. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for all people, for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Remembering, therefore, his death, resurrection, and ascension, we await his coming in glory. Pour out upon us the spirit of your love, O Lord, and unite the wills of all who share this heavenly food, the body and blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom the you and the Holy Spirit be all honor and glory now and forever. Amen. Gather into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us.
Eric, glad to see you. Let's see you next Sunday. Bob? Bob. Okay. I'll see you around. I see the value of someone believing in something and trying to to, to have hope for something. Like I, I do, I, I see the value in that. But for me, I think there comes a point in time where where worrying about a reward, worrying about the afternoon, worrying about whether or not any of that stuff is or is because even because for me, even whether or not deity exists or Jesus is that, if we did, okay, great. If, if it's really required to me, I that, that is actually where I find a little more confusion. Like why deity would would feel a need to demand perfection out of imperfect people and then have to sacrifice his most perfect. Like I see that I see like I see the selflessness from the angle of Jesus, like in a sense of like being able to go out and, and be willing to kind of in the face of, you know, political and religious opposition, trying to kind of reconcile the teachings of his fathers and trying to get like because I think when he left he probably went out east and experienced eastern philosophy eastern thought I mean he, he came back and he taught about the golden rule and all these things the, 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 you know the oneness I mean to me that's more uh, you know the father's son to me is more an example of you know just the, the, the pattern of how life manifests itself and the spirit is something to me like an energy or something like the force of Star Wars or something something that like the, however you want to envision it whatever I mean you know, the, the Reverend, is the Reverend in a, a Lutheran? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pastor. Pastor, okay, yeah. I've been going to a lot of different, yeah, this is my right. first Lutheran. I've done Jehovah's Witness, uh, Church of Christ, and Episcopal, I mean, all of the, uh, I mean, Seventh yeah. Day, I've tried them all for the first yeah. time in the past, a lot of them in the past month. So. Well, you've got a lot of them right here. In you do. But it's all mostly Christian faith, which is, yeah. I mean, which is great. There's a lot, there's a lot of within yeah. Christianity alone, but I mean, I would love, I mean, the, the first, Meeting, religious meeting house that I made it to that was not 
in my own kind of like Mormon faith that I grew up in was uh, a Sikh, a Sikh oh, temple yeah, over right. on Oak Hill. Yeah. I kind of started becoming acquaintances with a, a gentleman who was a cashier and just kind of, and I had some other friends and, and just having experience with people from India and other places like that, I mean, I realized that just because they don't believe in Jesus, they're not going to... You still got two eyes, two pants. Well, I'm right, I mean, but to me, like, I mean, to, be, to me, belief is, that's why I don't, I mean, I know that's what the Bible says, but I, to me, I'd rather not, I'd rather take things with grain of salt because, because I know a lot of it is, I mean, as far as the practical value of what is there, I mean, especially the Beatitude, Sermon on the Mount, those two parts of scripture are, to me, very deep and rich in and, and, and trying to explain to people how to be decent to others and to, but I mean, the golden rule, you know, I mean, it's in a lot of different reasons. It, 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 it encompasses really the core of any of them, like yeah. the best value of any of them. If I didn't have any religion at all, you went to others and they would, that's it. Right, and that's, know, that's kind of says it. Do you? This is Eric. Hi. Eric, oh, I have Mary in my house. Oh, do you? Youngest boys in Brazil. You start with a K or a C. Okay. Well, my mother for the first year spelled my Eric's with a K because we're Danish. Okay, so, uh, Danish German is my, most of my yeah, heart. Yeah, but anyway, we spelled it E R I C, and now I kind of wish that we had it. So where did you grow up? I grew up in Long Island. I was born in Seattle. I, it's kind of a regional homecoming for me. But ever since all those death threats happened to the woman after that thing, I just I just I decided to, I did the crossroads of church day thing to kind of go okay well you know or and I even alternately titled it you know just like Jesus the church day in the sense that Jesus didn't have a scene between his legs when he went wandering around and so what I've done actually since is. I've walked from Portland to Kaiser in two days, and in that, within a month's period of time, and three more days, it took me to do, um, I did both walks, I did them in a month, but I did a, a walk from South Salem down by Madrona to to uh, Eugene. Uh, and so I've been trying to do a lot of, I mean. How long did it take you to walk from Salem to Eugene? I took three days. That was, I, I stopped in Junction City and Albany. A lot of Danes in Junction City. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, that's the thing. Like, like my, my my birth father's side. I mean, they came out west. He was, you know, German and uh, Danish, and actually part Native American too. But like Mormon pioneers. He left the church. My mom met him. She was Catholic. Became born again, and then. He, he left for California. No? He got him to become born again, but then she converted to Mormonism. So it was like, like there's, I mean, they've jumped back and forth from so many different religions. I've been baptized two different religions, you know? <laughs> Catholic and Mormon. So. I tried out the MBA program, decided it wasn't really for me. There's a lot of work. Yeah. The law school, there is work too, but it's a different kind. It's yeah. and, it, and it happens kind of in, it's in time. Like, yeah, you got reading you should do to keep up with the courses, and, and going to class takes time too, you know. But it's really about the final, preparing, just cramming. So yeah. for me, it, it gives me enough time to kind of be out there trying to, because from, like, after having done this, like it was, it was it partially, you know, to kind of get out there, and get a message out there. But when I started going to all the different churches, it kind of became more of an experience to to experience other religions and to kind of be able to open up discourse and communication. Because I see the good benefit of, of what you know. You look at some of these places, like you know, 
know, like in some of these Arabic nations, you know, where, where people are starting to kind of get access to even the technologies to communicate, that, 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 that it's, it's opening up things. And Christianity is having footholds in some places that it never did before as a result of that, which is great. I mean, for me, it's not so much whether or not it's Christianity per se that's getting to go somewhere. But to me, it's about the fact that discourse is opening up and people are considering other things. Anytime that happens, whether it's in a Muslim or a Christian community, good thing, I mean, that's, you know, we're taught, to, we're counseled in James to knock and look. And, and, I mean, the, the whole concept of the, the becoming built on rock or sand requires someone to, to dig and to, to find out what the foundation is made out of before you can make any kind of determination on... So, what kind of law are you hoping well, to... Sorry, I didn't mean to get... I mean, this is... I just, no, I'm just... I, I love the constitutional <laughs> stuff. I do, I do constitutional I'm, things like... I, 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 I'm trying to challenge laws and, and actually do appeals myself. I'm trying to... But I'm also trying to do like both ends of it. I mean, for me, well, I feel like... because for a lot of people, law and, and kind of... What we consider justice and social ministry and those kinds of things, sometimes there it's a disconnect because you know the stereotypic lawyer, you know, right. for the money and that kind of stuff. Oh no, yeah. For me, I, I mean, I look to people like Ralph Nader or someone in the sense of like I want to, I want to do a lot of. I mean. I don't even really want to be a lawyer per se. I wanted to learn the law. I love. I mean, I for me, I, I've always. I mean, I've always admired Jesus. I don't mean to like, you know, overuse so the, 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 the the southern poverty center. Do you know about that? Is there something locally here that? No, no, no. Oh, okay. This is over at oh, the okay. Southern, what is it called? They do a lot of law that actually protects people that are like people in poverty and um, oh, there's. I think, look, I know there's a lot There's a lot of different things. And for me, it's, it's really even so much about whether I get into law or not. I want to learn it to understand it. I want to, you know, Jesus was very smart in the law. You know, he was able to go and, and talk, at least as far as, I, you know, I, I don't know what the literal story of whether it is. Again, for me, historical truth and practical truth are two different kinds of truths. And to me, the, the latter is a much more valuable truth. Because the Dr. Seuss story can convey, I mean, it, it, to me, I almost think like Dr. Seuss in the, in the sense that like, it's superior to the Bible in the sense of like it conveys biblical messages in a very colorful and creative and, 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 and in a way that kids even can, can grasp. In fact, what you're talking about is exactly what Luther did well, I actually ended up going and doing 95 LDS theses oh, I participated yeah? in, and I actually walked 20 miles before I did this. Is, this is what I was building up through all these walks, so I, I walked through almost all of the LDS churches in the area and taped LDS theses. And I had some one one building, the one that section not too far from here, just a little north of here, the Madison and Fifth. They are really, really nice, and, and so far, I've, all my experiences there have been really great. Other some other places have been from bad to just weird or whatever. But you know, that's a free. Because you know, for me, it's about trying to get things out there and help people understand what even is just what's available to them. Because if they want, I mean, people have different reasons for wanting to be part of a religion or any community. You know, whether it's because they want to get wisdom, community fellowship, because of their family. Uh, or just with the beliefs or whatever it is that, that drives them, yeah. they should be welcome and they should be able to participate fully. If that's, if, uh, uh, you know, if that's the intention of a religion to have everyone. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not just, everybody. Not every, is and, and that, right, and not, not everyone is, and that's. I mean, that, that's just also the reality of just 
humanity being, that's just, some places you're going to meet, like any company, you're going to have a good company, you're going to have a bad company, you're going to have anything in between. But, but the thing is, is like the Mormon church actually has geographic assignments where you have to live in the war boundaries or you basically, if you want to move, if you, you want to leave the ward and actually have your records, you have to actually physically move out of the boundaries and live in a different ward. So to me, that's like, I see the, like, the organizational goals that they may have had in constructing that kind of a rule, but the, the, there are certain things that, that, that any church can really look at and go, you know what, I'm glad we have all this tradition, of, let's keep on honoring things and seeking to it. Read Proverbs, read Psalms, whether or not this being really was there at the beginning, or if they're just speaking in, in, a, in a poetic way to kind of get you to be inspired to think of the enormity of the amazingness of what you're part of, to inspire what your potential is. But you, you strike me as someone who, who may have had um, experiences of the other, that you had concrete personal experiences. Oh, I've had a lot of great experiences yeah. of faith, yeah. but that's, for me, whether or not that is literally what God did or didn't do, to me, if... If it is God's grace, I'm I'm glad for it. I'm not I'm not I'm the, the two great commandments are really subsumed into the second. Because the second love all equally, really that if God is something, then you should love God too. That would go without saying. And you should love God fully, because you should love all fully. Because that, I mean, that's what that's what Jesus was actually advocating for. At least in, the, in these key, po- I mean, I can't, I mean, it, but, but there are points in, 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 like, in some of Paul's, you know, epistles that I, I see real disconnect in doctrine, but I'm okay with that now. At first it was like, oh, like, I just had to put religion away completely. Like, I, it's, 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 it's schizophrenic. There's no, I mean, the Bible is saying that you can do this and that to slaves or, you know, whatever. Like, it, well, the Old Testament has right. some things yeah. that you can be shows. It's just that our ancestors were imperfect humans too, who were trying to figure out where they were and whether that, whether deity actually. Because the deists believe that you know that it's kind of like a set it and forget it sort of God. If there's a God, that, that any interacting, any meddling is is, is is tipping the scales unfairly. And so I, I, I think if there is God, to me that is more. I mean, I Buddhist deists kind of. I like the Mormon teaching of the sense of like of, of, of maybe becoming God instead of becoming part because to me that makes sense to have something that is like a goal beyond just like going worshiping praising God we could do that without experiencing life so there's got to be some other reason to be put through the experience other than just alchemies because if God is perfect God isn't seeking praise because God wouldn't be prideful God would be loving and would, wouldn't love himself more than others Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so, I mean, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't know, there's a passage in, in Psalms about, you know, that he made the great Leviathan for the sport of it. Right, well, you know what I mean? So that there's this... It's just the imperfection of God, but that's okay. See, this is... The, the, imperfection yes. that he needs the... He doesn't need it. No, 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 right, right, but he does, if he does, then, then he, then... Then, then he has he has another need outside of himself, and if we are part of that, if we are part God in that sense, then great. See, it's, it's, this is this is this is the beauty of it. This is the, I mean, because even reading that psalm, it talks about all these things that are supposed to be laid out for the people who are. The, why? What? What? And what? Is, what are the implications of having those responsibilities and blessings, the stewardships that are talked about? What does that mean? Like, it to me, it's like almost like saying like what the Mormons are trying to say, but kind of hedging a little bit. Like not being too, and I think, and I understand why because 
when it comes to the concept of love God first and then finalize, I see why people want it because looking at an example as, as something to kind of aspire to, that there is benefit to that. There, I want to get there. That's a great place to be. That there is value in that, but but not for the sake of looking at going. That is so high up there. I can't. I can never attain that. You know I mean, that that is an impractical way of perceiving deity. Because even if you can't attain that, if you're striving and thinking like I can, not just necessarily. Oh, I'm going to overtake God and things. That kind of a mentality it shows it shows a more selfish kind of drive, and that and those kind of things will usually peter out on their own. In the sense of like people who are that short-sighted and are that selfishly acting will usually make enough mistakes in their life that they'll trip over their own two feet, so to speak. In the sense, of, you know, and that's kind of happening to us as an aggregate if we don't take care of our own planet and, and the people on it, not just ourselves. And and that goes again to political things for me. Why it's like about going to churches. It isn't just about I mean, there's a lot of it is about getting out, reflecting the churches and the community, connecting to the churches. Because I, I mean, I, I'm not really going to law for law. I, if anything, I'd like to get into policy and try to help shape the law in a way that makes right. it so that society has the freedoms that it desires. But as much of that, like the, a balance of the yeah. security in the Yeah, that's why I'm surprised that you don't know about the southern. Well, I, I know I, I haven't looked a lot into like going because because I know what my op- some of my options anyway. Like oh some well, of, I, they're just I, such a unique organization. It's not whether you would go with them or not, but that what they are about is just so um, counter our society, but true to. To well, certainly give him a deeper look. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm looking for. I mean, so, yeah, I know, I know, I know the name. I mean, yeah. I'll make sure that. I mean, yeah. for me, it's. I, I want to do my best to be like Jesus, whether yeah. I succeed in it or not, whether I have some goal waiting for me. I think that's the, the thing. Is as long yeah. as you're not like, if you're aspiring to be as close to Jesus without doing it for the reasons of putting yourself above others, right. because. If you're looking, I mean, if Dieter really put out a message of equal love, then you're, you're obviously not following that, and you're not you're not on the path to be like Dieter, so yeah. you probably should be assessed. But I mean, that's yeah. that's a simple kind of way of looking at it. And whether you're atheist, agnostic, believing, none of that really has bearing on on whether or not you're going to look at a wise path and go, you know what, I'm going to do my best to walk along. And, yeah, it's a little narrow there sometimes, but you know what, I'm going to try to stick to it. Yeah, I might get some scrapes and bruises, but maybe it'll get some character in me, like it says. Yeah. Certain, you know, maybe there'll be something that'll help me to kind of, because that was my thing. Like, I, growing up, I was very, like, to, to be Mormon was, was a was a badge of honor because I was the only one in my school district. I was, we had the second biggest uh, school district in my county uh, in Long Island, which is, I mean, yes, Eastern Long Island. There are Buffalo farms, farms in Eastern Long Island. So, so, well, I just know. went to New York, actually. Oh, did you? Okay. It's, yeah, I, lo- I love it. My, my sister and my mom, my mom's there for work until Labor Day. And my sister got to drive her out, you know. I, I like to drive her back if I, if I can, so it's, you know, I've already done it a bunch of times. I've taken a lot of trips driving, I'm, I'm looking to even walk from where I grew up, a uh, six or seven mile walk to Wall Street District, I'm looking to do Logan to Salt Lake, or, uh, yeah, which is like an 87 mile walk. Wow. Uh, I'm also looking to do like Fort Collins, Denver through Boulder, like, trying to, like, but try, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to do things, because I saw Jesus walking around a lot, and granted he didn't have cars back then, so I, mean, I don't know, I, but he did, and he went around and talked. I mean, walking around, the good thing about that is, is you get to go to all the different places that you might not normally go. I never maybe would have gone to, at least for a while, you know, Harrisburg or Junction City or Albany or, or uh, any of those other cities that, like, I, I've gotten to pass through and, like, to meet some people. So it was, 
Uh, loans, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm going deeper into debt. I'm, I have been applying to research positions and law clerk stuff, like externships usually. The, 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 the professors pay, the, the firms and government usually don't, yeah, unless it's like you've done it for like a period of the summer or something and then, yeah. Hi, my name's Carl. Eric. Eric, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a law student, I love it. Cool. I've been going to, uh, I, I'm on kind of a streak right now. I've got, it's been about a, over, I, almost a, over a month, maybe about five weeks of non-stop religions that I've never been to. Uh, oh, your background is? is I was raised uh, Mormon by a Jewish Mormon stepdad. He converted Mormon. My mom was raised Catholic, became born again, baptized me Catholic, joined the, Mor joined the Mormon church, met my dad, he joined, and then she baptized me Mormon. So I, yeah, I had that was most of my upbringing, but the Crossroads of Church Day thing I started it on, I accidentally started on MLK weekend, but it was a result of some Mormon women who received death threats for wear pants the church day, which to me I, I thought was a little ridiculous. I thought we were in this newer, uh, we're not, you know, we're non Taliban, and I mean, you know, I guess what I mean, I, for me, I look at Muslims the same way. I think there's a lot of other great Muslim communities that can be just as welcoming and warm and embodying of the great teachings of, you know, of their leaders as, as Christians, but the problem is it's political environment. You know, we are lucky to have a, a place like America where we can have so many different faiths spring up and, you know, but I'm, for me, a lot of this is just reaching out to communities and trying to like, to see what I can do to connect, you know, both for the sake of like getting to connect with the communities and to get other people to see where they, they can be welcomed, to feel like they can fellowship, because there's, 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 I've seen all, all varieties of... I'll bet you have. Yeah, and many, so, many kinds. Yeah, and which is, I mean, that's the reality, and so, at the very least, if I can get Mormonism to just drop the whole geographic assignment rule so that people can actually choose to go to Madison the Fifth as opposed to some of these other wars, then... Anyway, yeah, I don't mean to take too much of your time here, but I, I, ple I pleasure to meet you, and I, I'll make sure to stop by again. I, I want to visit every religious meeting house, at least in Salem, if not in the Eugene and Portland area. Very good. Uh, and what was your name? I, I, I'm Deb. Deb, yes. Thank you very much. Proceeding was a recording of one of my experiences while cross-dressing to religious meeting houses. If you like what you heard, feel free to give whatever you can at http colon forward slash forward slash e amazon michael k u l i c k dot wordpress dot com forward slash about. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you at church.